football the football segment of the fantasy fanatics podcast i'll be your host once again james and i'm joined once again by nate terry and mete what's up boys what's up yo yo all right in today's episode we're heading right into draft season for fantasy football uh, we're going to be going through yahoo's draft rankings and we'll just be talking about uh, some of the biggest steals from there and i guess some of the players that we think might bust this season uh, so uh, let's just start with the quarterback position first. We'll look at the QB one. So the top 12 quarterbacks in Yahoo. Um, I guess, uh, Nate, I'll, I'll just start with you. I guess uh, who's a quarterback that you think is going to be a steal? And I guess who's one that you think might bust? I kind of like um, Stafford. Um, he played really well considering he was playing in Detroit and now he's playing on the Rams that just made the playoffs. So I kind of like that. And um, Jalen Hurts, I guess, I think he'll be good, but I feel like he was ranked a little bit too high. So, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, him not playing the full season last year, obviously he doesn't have a full season of experience under his belt. Um, yeah, so I think it is kind of risky taking him. I believe he's at um, QB 9 or 10 in Yahoo. So it, it is a little risky taking him there. Um, Matty, I'll just get to you now for your steal and your bust for QB1s. Yeah, so I'm kind of similar with Nate. Uh, for the steal, I actually went with Russell Wilson. Uh, I mean, if you're asking me honestly, I probably would go Russell Wilson over Kyler Murray, even Dak, uh, although I love him. Like, if I'm in, like, a, a league that has a big... Uh, what's it called entrance fee i'd have to go with russell if i'm trying to win i mean he's been great for years and i don't see him slowing down this season and i said i was similar to nate and yeah i mean as my bus i went jalen hurts as well uh i agree with him i think he's gonna be good but right now we only saw him start in four games i believe last season so we don't have the biggest sample size and that kind of scares me. Yeah, for sure. I I mean, yeah, both of you guys just nailed it with Jalen Hurts. Uh, it's just the experience, the sample size, everything about it. Even the talent around him, we don't know how good the running backs are going to be. We don't know all of that. So he's definitely a candidate to bust for sure. Um, Terry, I'll get to you now for QB1. Who do you have for steal and bust? Uh, for steal, I believe I had Ryan Tannehill for this. I mean, he's just been doing it for how long? And then I believe he's like, what? ranked 11th out of all the QBs in quarterback one. So I feel like it's kind of disrespectful, especially with the guys ahead of him, like Herbert, who's just been in the league for one year. The same with Hurts. I mean, as you guys nailed it on the head, sample size with him. And then I believe for bust, I had like, <clears throat> I believe I had Herbert. For me, it's just like, I wouldn't put a sophomore QB that high up there just as he yet. Don't get me wrong. I feel like he's going to do great. But I mean, the guys behind him on the list, like Brady, Rodgers, Tannehill, Stafford. I mean, it's disrespectful to those guys that have been doing it for over 10 plus years, you know what I mean? So that's why I got Herbert as a bust. Yeah, I definitely agree with what you said about Tannehill. I mean, you got Julio Jones coming in there as well. That's another weapon he can throw to. His numbers should even improve off of last season just based on that new offense. They're probably going to throw more. 
So, I mean, all of these things are just lining up for Tannehill to have a great year. Um, let me start with my steal in QB1. Um, I know Lamar Jackson's at number three, but I feel like he's even a steal at number three. I've been pumping this guy the whole offseason. Um, he pretty much has upside to finish as the number one quarterback of the amount of rushing yards he gets rushing touchdowns are worth more than passing touchdowns in most leagues um, so you're pretty much just getting um, some of the safest production and you're getting some of the highest upside with this guy um, if you can't decide between him and Patrick Mahomes I probably would still take Patrick Mahomes but I think you can still make a case for Lamar Jackson um, as the top quarterback off the board this year in drafts um, I mean, he doesn't even need to throw that much more than he did last season. And I think that he'll return such great value for you. So definitely have him as a steal. Um, as a bust, I have Josh Allen. And the reason I have him is not because I wouldn't draft him as a QB1. It's that he's going at number two off the board in Yahoo. And I, I actually looked at some stats from past seasons. And Allen was the QB1 uh, last year with the most fantasy points. And uh, no quarterback has finished as the QB1 in back-to-back -back seasons in the last 15 years. That's how far I went back. It might have been even more than that if I had gone back further. But, um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of regression after uh, such a strong year from a quarterback, especially uh, we've seen guys like Russell Wilson. It's happened to him. He's regressed a bit. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes dealt with the injury. Lamar Jackson regressed a little bit after his uh, breakout season. So it's just so hard to maintain that high level of play. The last player that almost did it was Aaron Rodgers, but he couldn't even do it. So um, I think if you're spending that kind of draft capital on Josh Allen, I think it would probably just be better to wait until maybe guys like Lamar Jackson and, and maybe like a Dak Prescott or a Russell Wilson goes off the board. And then maybe you take, uh, I guess, a swing on Josh Allen and then you're getting some value. Um, yeah, let's just move to QB2 now. Um, Terry, I guess this time I'll start with you. Uh, who's some steals or who's a steal and who's a bust for you in QB2? For me, a steal would be Big Ben. I mean, dude's been doing it for how long? You can complain all you want about his throwing power going down, but then he has the talent around him. Juju Smith, Deontay Johnson. I believe Chase Claypool is a part of that as well, so don't sleep on him. And then plus you got a nice running back to ease the pain just in case they – want to double or triple team one of the wideouts. With that being said, I mean, guys ahead of him on the depth chart are kind of, I would say, like, either system quarterbacks like Baker Mayfield or just unproven talent like Trey Lance at the big stage or even Daniel Jones with a horrible offensive line. Uh, that's my steal. A player that is, uh, I would say, a bust. Unfortunately, I got with Trevor Sunshine Lawrence. I mean, on Jacksonville, don't get me wrong, it's a nice rebuilding team, but I feel like they haven't found their identity yet, and then they don't have, like, that one or two good or excellent wideouts to help Sunshine go over the home. Yeah, for sure. I think if he's coming off around, like, QB 15 or 16 off the board, that's just a little too high, like you said, unproven. Uh, you said we don't know how the offense is going to look, all that. So uh, definitely um, good reasoning. Uh, Mete, let me get to you for QB2. Who's a steal and who's a bust for you? Yeah, my steal, I went with Matt Ryan. I mean, uh, I think I would take him over guys like Tannehill, uh, Kirk Cousins. So I think uh, for him to be ranked below them is kind of ridiculous. But yeah, I mean, he's got pretty good uh weapons there in atlanta 
Calvin Ridley, Russell Gage. They're getting Kyle Pitts, Mike Davis even. So, I mean, he's always been a really good quarterback, and I think he'll uh, be great again this season. And I think my bust would be Ryan Fitzpatrick. I mean, there's a lot of hope uh, being put into him right now. And I don't know. I feel like when there's a lot of expectations, Fitzpatrick doesn't really come through. And so... Yeah, uh, this season, there's a lot of expectations of Washington coming off their um, uh, playoff berth. And so, yeah, I'd be careful with him. He's ranked over guys like uh, Daniel, not Daniel Jones, sorry, that's justifiable. Uh, Big Ben, uh, Derek Carr, there's just a couple, and I'd probably go those two over him. But yeah, uh, be careful with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, for sure. Um, definitely, he's thrived in the underdog position with teams. And then now that he's moved to a strong team, I guess we don't know how well he's going to play. Um, and then, Nate, just getting to you, I guess for QB2, who's a steal and who's a bust for you? Um, I kind of um, liked Tua. I think he's uh, ranked a little bit too low. I noticed like um, Daniel Jones is higher than both Big Ben and Tua. And I don't, I don't know how I feel about that because Daniel Jones's uh, fantasy points per game is actually lower in 2020 than in 2019, and he played more games last season. So I'm not sure if you can um, say that Daniel Jones would be better than both of those guys. And then a bust for you. Um, yeah, a bust would be Daniel Jones. Okay, so um, you have two as your... Um... I guess, sleeper, your steal, and then you have Daniel Jones as a bust. Well, I do agree with you on two. I actually have him as my steal as well for QB2. I mean, the guy's a QB22 in rank, and I mean, uh, just look at uh, the weapons around him. There you got uh, Miles Gaskin, Savon Ackman, Mike Gesicki, you got Jalen Waddell, Devontae Parker, Will Fuller. I mean, he has all the weapons to succeed. Um, he's gotten healthy over the offseason. Um, I believe there's a new offensive coordinator in there. Um, pretty much everything is falling into place for him to have a breakout season. And for him to be going borderline undraftable in some leagues, um, I, I definitely think that shouldn't be the case. He's definitely a solid backup. Uh, even a guy that, you know, if you have an injury, you can insert him in a bye week and he has that rushing floor. I mean, the guy can, can run with the football as well. So there's no reason for him to be ranked that low in my mind. And then I guess for bust, um, I do like this player, but I feel like he's ranked too high considering his, his injury history, and that's Joe Burrow. Uh, sorry, Terry, but um, yeah, I mean, he really hasn't looked good in training camp from what I've seen. Might be the offensive line, but even if that's the case, it's just another bad scenario for him. Uh, if he's going at uh, QB 13, then in uh, deeper leagues, he'll be taken as a QB one. And I really don't feel like that he's a reliable QB one. I feel like he's a great QB two for you in fantasy. So I'd probably drop him a little lower on the board. And if he does stay healthy, he does have the upside to get back up there. But I guess for right now, I just wouldn't rank him there. Um, let's move now to running backs. Um, I feel like that... Um, you know, running backs, uh, it's pretty decisive uh, in terms of, you know, uh, where we'd rank guys. Um, I guess, Nate, this time I'll just start with you. Uh, we'll start with RB1s. Uh, just looking at Yahoo's rankings, I guess who's a, a steal for you and who's a bust? 
Um, I feel like Jonathan Taylor could be a steal, especially if you get him um, as low as he's um, ranked. Um, he's, I think he's playing with Carson Wentz, and he's really good at running and catching as a running back. So he might end up uh, playing higher than his projected uh, rank this season. And I put um, Najee Harris as lower, even though he's already pretty low mainly just because he's a rookie. So there may still be an adjustment period and still not completely sure about the Steelers O-line. I think it's a lot better than I thought. Like, for example, during the playoffs, I don't think it's going to be that bad again, but still not completely sure about it. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely understandable. Um, Najee Harris, I mean, he'll get the workload, but like you said, the offensive line is definitely going to be a big question. Um, Mate, I'll get to you now for RB1. Who's a steal and who's a bust for you? Yeah, so my steal, I went with Alvin Kamara. I feel like he's going to have a huge season. Uh, I'm, I mean, like, they lose Drew Brees. So I, I don't know. I just have this feeling they're going to run a lot this season. And even when they're not running, he's a great pass catcher. So, yeah, I think he's going to be on the field for almost all their snaps. And he's just going to have a crazy season. And then uh, too high or... My bust, I agree with Nate. I went with Najee Harris. Um, to have him over uh, established veterans like Austin Eckler and Antonio Gibson, I mean, I guess he's in his second year, so he's not really a veteran, but you know what I mean. I wouldn't take Najee Harris over those two guys since I already know what they provide, and Najee Harris is kind of a risk right now, so yeah. Yeah, common theme, uh, rookie uh, risk, offensive line, um, definitely understandable that he might bust. Uh, Terry, let me get to you. RB1, uh, who's your steal? Who's your bust? Honestly, I got to switch up my steal now. I got to go with Kamara when I think about it. Uh, Mente just justified almost every point that just I had in my head that was a question. And honestly, uh, my bust, I got to go with Zeke. He's getting up there in age. He ain't getting any younger. And for some reason, I feel like they might hand it off to Tony Pollard a little bit more in this offense. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to agree with you. For my bust, I have Ezekiel Elliott as well. I mean, he's ranked at number three. I'd probably take him at five or six, but I wouldn't take him over guys like Derrick Henry and Alvin Kamara, like you mentioned. Um, and then speaking of Derrick Henry, he's my steal. I have no idea why he's going at RB4 in uh, half-point PPR. I mean, this guy should be... Um, in the top three easily off the board. I mean, he had 2,000 yards from scrimmage. And I mean, there's no other uh, running back that's even coming close to that. It doesn't matter whether he's not catching as much in the backfield. I mean, this guy's he's getting touchdowns as well. I mean, if it's PPR leagues, yeah, maybe I could justify dropping him down a little bit. But in terms of standard or half-point PPR, Derrick Henry's a top three back, and I think he should be drafted there. So um, even one spot too low is still too low for me. Uh, he's definitely one of the safer guys as well. He hasn't really had an, an injury history. So, um, yeah, he definitely should be ranked above Zeke for sure. And um, getting to RB2, um, I'll start with you this time, Mete. Uh, give me a steal and give me a bust. Yeah, so my steal, I went with Miles Sanders. Uh I don't know. I feel like he's ranked too low. Uh, guys like Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Chris Carson, even Najee Harris, if we're looking at running back ones, I think I'd go Sanders over 
over him uh, or over them, sorry. And why? Because uh, the Eagles usually like running the ball and they're going to have Jalen Hurts or another unproven or not that great of a quarterback in Joe Flacco. So I think they'll run a lot this season again. And Sanders has been pretty good uh, last two seasons. I feel like he'll get better as a pass catcher too. And then my bust, I went with Joe Mixon. Honestly, uh, I don't have a problem with Mixon. Uh, Wait, let me rephrase that. The only problem I have with Joe Mixon is his injury concern. Uh, He's really talented actually, but I, I don't know. It just seems like he's never out there on the field playing. So he's kind of a risky pick, especially being the top running back too. Yeah, I definitely see where you're coming from. He's just been really hard to trust the last couple seasons. Um, I guess, Terry, getting to you, uh, who's a steal and who's a bust for you in RB2? Let me get my bust out of the way first. It's got to be Joe Mixon. This dude's belt of glass. Plus, the O-line is horrible. It's a turnstile down in Cincinnati. I swear to God, sometimes it's just a pain to watch Mixon run behind this offensive line. And he is way too high as a court, uh, not quarterback, a running back too. Uh, my steals, honestly, they would be Kareem Hunt and uh, the dude on Miami as well. He's a good steal as well. I forgot his name. Um, uh, Miles Gaskin, yeah. Thank you, Miles Gaskins. Those two guys, honestly, they're too low. And guys ahead of them, like I believe, I can't even remember off the top of my head right now, but they're basically like running back 23 and running back 24 guys like Josh Jacobs and there was another guy ahead of him or under him that were like unnecessarily too high. So that's honestly my opinion on why Gaskins and Hunt are going to be my steals for running back too. Yeah. I mean, I have to agree with you on one point you made there and about Josh Jacobs being way too high. He is my bust for RB2. Um, he's going to be in a timeshare role with Kenyon Drake down in Vegas and um, he's ranked as a mid-level uh, running back too, so which means he's your RB2 if you're drafting him most likely. And I feel like that's just way too high. You're using a third or fourth round pick on this guy when there's a huge chance that uh, for whatever reason, Kenyon Drake is just the better back and then he doesn't start. So uh, I just can't uh, put him at RB21. That's just way too high. And then for my steal, I have Daryl Henderson I have no idea why this guy is still in RB2. This guy's a borderline RB1 with the amount of workload he's going to be getting. We know the Rams have always been run heavy under Sean McVay. Um, We know Cam Akers went down with an injury. There's almost 250 vacated touches there. And we know the inexperience of all the backs behind Henderson. There's no way he's not going to get a large workload. So at RB18, I'd probably take him at the top of RB2, to be honest, and potentially even a low-end RB1 for sure. Uh, he's definitely undervalued. And um, Nate, I'll get to you for RB2. Who's a steal and who's a bust for you? Um, I guess I'll talk about um, who I think would be a bust. I also have um, Joe Mixon there. Um, just like Terry said, I'm not sure about the Bengals O-line still. And I think Joe Mixon's highest fantasy points per game was 5.8. And I guess I'll move on to um, the steal, David Montgomery. That's who I was comparing him to. Um, 
I think last season he got 15.9 fantasy points per game and he had a streak from I think week 12 to all the way to the end where um, every game except one game he had over 20 fantasy points and I guess I had a second steal Chris Carson just because of his higher projected workload. Yeah, for sure. I think for Joe Mixon, you meant 15.8. But yeah, I get what you're saying. It's not as high as some other guys uh, in his area. So um, yeah, I definitely understand why he's a bust. Uh, definitely all you guys agreed on that is injury issues. Uh, definitely a big risk. I guess for RB3, uh, this time, Terry, I'll start with you. Uh, give us a steal and give us a bust for you. Still, I would have to go with Mostert, honestly. I mean, if he's still on the Niners, unless I haven't been paying attention to where he landed, I feel like he's going to be great as a running back one. With that being said, I mean, he still has the speed to be able to break off a couple tackles or give him space between whether it's defensive linemen or linebackers. And honestly, a guy that I'm too high on is... I want to say Trey Sermon, honestly, um, or maybe even David Johnson. David Johnson, honestly, he's had injury issues, as we all know of, for the past couple of years. He's been dealing with it. Uh, honestly, I don't have faith in him being a great running back three. Plus, guys like Melvin Gordon are behind him. Same with Leonard Fournette. And that's the reason for my stealing bust. Yeah, um, I definitely think Mostert uh, is going to start the season as the RB1 for the Niners. It's just, like you said, depending on Trey Sermon, I guess, behind him. Um, Mete, let me get to you. Um, RB3, your steal and your bust. Yeah, so my steal is Mike Davis. Um, if you guys remember after or during last season, uh, McCaffrey went down and Mike Davis was filling in for him. And... I think during that time, he did a great job. Uh, he was doing it all as well. He was catching, he was running. So he did a great job filling in for McCaffrey. And I feel like he's bound for a breakout season now that he should become the Falcons starting running back. So yeah, he's my steal at RB3. And then I also agree with Terry. I think the bust for the RB3 range is David Johnson. Uh, like he said, he's got injury concern, and I don't know. I feel like the Texans are going to have a rough season, and uh, due to that, I feel like uh, they'd probably start giving touches to one of their younger running backs, who I'll talk about later. And, yeah, I mean, even if they're not giving uh, touches to – Philip Lindsay, who I was going to talk about, they still have solid backs in Mark Ingram, Rex Burkhead. So I think he's going to lose a lot of touches this season. Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, Texans backfield is so uh, muddy right now. It's really hard to tell who who's going to be the main guy there. But uh, Nate, let me get to you now. RB3, give us a steal and give us a bust. Okay, so RB3. Um... I think I had the same thing as Terry, basically. Um, I feel like Raheem Mostert is too low, and I think Trey Sermon is too high. Basically, I think um, their spots should be not, like, swapped, but I feel like Mostert should be higher than Trey Sermon, assuming that um, Mostert is going to be um, starting. 
Yeah. Um, it, it honestly just depends on what's going on in training camp. Uh, you just got to watch out for that. Uh, going into the season, I assume Mostert is going to be the RB1 there, but um, definitely got to keep an eye out for that. Obviously, as the season progresses, we could see more of Trey Sermon, but um, it'll, it'll just depend on what Kyle Shanahan wants to do. There's going to be a lot of uh, rush attempts. We know the way the 49ers play, so there should be uh, enough workload for both backs to get some work. So um, let me get to my steal from RB3, and it's going to be Ronald Jones. He's at RB35 rank. Um, I feel like that he's just ranked way too low. He's going to be the early down back for the box. And I mean, last year he had a 5.1 yards per carry. Uh, this guy, he was just so solid. He broke off some runs from his own end zone all the way to the other end zone. And like, he's just so solid. He's such a great runner. Obviously people have concerns um, with him in, in terms of pass catching, but uh, he has improved in that area. And I think that um, the coach Bruce Arians is just trusting him more and more. So I feel like that that's kind of low for the amount of work he's going to be getting considering Tampa Bay is going to be leading in a lot of games. And I guess my bust is the other back from Tampa Bay and that's Leonard Fournette. He's ranked two spots higher than Ronald Jones, but he was significantly worse than Ronald Jones last year. He only had 3.8 yards per carry, which is really bad. I know people are going to say, Oh, he was nice in the playoffs, but I mean, in the playoffs, uh, like there was just a lot more pass catching available. Games were a lot tighter. I mean, if Tampa Bay breaks off big leads in games, you're going to see Ronald Jones on the field. You're not going to see Leonard Fournette. Obviously, he's not that much better of a pass catcher compared to Ronald Jones, in my opinion. And that yards per carry gap, it's almost a full two yards per carry gap between the two of them. So Ronald Jones, he's ranked lower and he seems to be a significantly better back. So uh, steal for me, Ronald Jones, and bust is definitely Leonard Fournette. And um, Nate, I'll start with you this time. Um, let's get to RB4. Uh, give us a steal and uh, give us a bust. Uh, so I think for steal, I put um, Zach Moss. You could put um, Singletary there, depending on who you think is going to be the starter. Um, I guess I feel like um, either one of them, they're both going to be getting a lot of um, snaps. The only thing I'm not sure about is, um, I guess it would be limited by kind of Josh Allen passing the ball a lot. So I guess that's something to watch out for. And I guess I'm lower on AJ Dillon, mostly because he's not going to be a starter. And there were running backs lower than him that had higher fantasy points per game. For example, I think James Conner had a higher fantasy points per game than him. So yeah. Yeah, um, I think Zach Moss should be the starter there uh, in Buffalo. Um, I'm just going to say this. I'll, I'm going to start uh, now for RB4. My bust is going to be Devin Singletary um, because I agree with the fact that Zach Moss should be the starter there. He's the more talented running back, and he's younger. Uh, that, that's, that's in my opinion, that he's more talented. Um, what I've noticed is outside of Josh Allen, Buffalo just really has not wanted to run the ball. They have had no desire to, to run the ball even in the playoffs, and I think it's cost them. So unless they make some kind of change, well, they haven't done that in the last two or three years. So it's hard to see them making a change in that direction. So um, outside of someone like Zach Moss, I really don't see a running back uh, doing that much in, in their offense. So I think Devin Singletary at RB44 uh, is just too high. Um, yeah, he, he just should not be taken as an RB4 because he's not reliable. And I guess my steal is going to be Rashad Penny. 
at uh, RB48. I know a lot of people have hated on him, um, whether it's had to do with injuries, whether it's had to do with, with where he was drafted. But I feel like, I mean, they really need a good pass catching running back. He wasn't available most of last season. Obviously, a guy like Carlos Hyde has moved on from the team. Uh, he was getting a lot of work last year. And I mean, Chris Carson hasn't been the healthiest running back in the league. He's missed a lot of games over the past few seasons. And then we saw that year where Chris Carson was out for the year and Rashad Penny came in and he pretty much just exploded. And I, I really feel like that as a pass catching back for this team, Penny has the ability to provide week to week, I guess being a week to week option for you, whether it's in the flex or, or whatever. Um, and to be taken at the end of RB4 is crazy. I feel like he definitely should be higher than that, considering uh, some of the guys ahead of him, like Devin Singletary and Zach Moss, I feel like. Um, and uh, I know you mentioned James Conner as well. He's in a timeshare role, so we don't know uh, what's going on with him. So, um, yeah, uh, definitely Rashad Penny's a steal for me. And um, I guess, Mete, for you, uh, RB4, uh, give us a steal and give us a bust. Yeah, I guess we're all thinking the same thing, uh, especially Nate, because we've got the same bust in uh, steel. And I mean, Zach Moss, you guys said it. I feel like he's going to become the starter there. He's got bigger size than Singletary. And I feel like Singletary will be a better uh, third down back where he's just catching passes. So if you want me to give you an original answer, I could see maybe James Conner even becoming a steal. Uh, we know what he can do. It's just he's had a couple of injury concerns lately, and I think he has a good shot at becoming the starting running back at Arizona. And my bust was also A.J. Dillon, like Nate. Uh, he said it great. There's a couple of starters or possible starters here still. So I feel like having him as the top running back four is too high, uh, especially when you're, uh, when you're considering uh, the running back ahead of him, who's Aaron Jones. He is great at running and catching. So I feel like Dylan won't get to see too many snaps unless the Packers are blowing teams out, which is a possibility. But yeah, I think A.J. Dylan is a bust at RB4. Yeah, I agree with you. Aaron Jones is a three down back in my mind. Uh, he He's solid at every aspect of the game when it comes to playing the running back position. So I think, yeah, you're right. AJ Dillon is probably not going to get a lot of work. Um, I, I definitely agree with uh, what you guys have said. And then, uh, Terry, I'll just get to you. RB4, uh, who's your steal and who's your bust? My steal for RB4 got to be Latavius Murray. Honestly, even when Kamara's healthy, this guy finds a way to be on the football field just break off some interesting runs. With that being said, that's my steal. My bust are honestly anyone that's on Buffalo that's at running back for, whether it be Zach Moss or Devin Singletary. I don't know where you guys are looking at, but these guys, I don't know. They look like they're the same age. I think they're 23 right now, both of them. One's probably maybe a 98 kid. Another might be a 97. I don't know, but they both look like they're 23 years old. And, I mean, they both way to come into training camp and into the regular season at almost around, like, what, 205, give or take, and one's, like, what, 5'7", one's 5'9". Honestly, I don't see that much of a difference between the running backs, and I feel like both of y'all are wrong. I feel like Singletary is the better running back, but they're both bust in my mind because they still cannot figure it out down in Buffalo when it comes to running 
the running game. But yeah, that's my opinion. Yeah, I feel like I can agree with parts of your opinion. The fact that Buffalo just chooses not to run the ball just blows my mind. That's why I can't trust any of these running backs. But I do agree with Mete in the fact that I like Zach Moss better than Devin Singletary. I think that they use draft capital on him, and I think that he's definitely going to develop into the better back. I don't know, Terry, did you have something to say? I had something to say in, like, don't you feel like Singletary's uh, stats from last season should hold some weight into him being the start of this season? Well, like, what's your opinion on that? Honestly, it. Uh, I feel like the Zach Moss, I mean, I, I believe last year was his first year, if I'm not mistaken. It might have been his second, right. but uh, he's still developing, in my opinion. Singletary was uh, a back in the NFL before him, so uh, I think we haven't seen Zach Moss's ceiling yet. So um, if they want to say he's going to be a steal in the fact that they believe he's going to break out, I don't mind that, but I just can't put Devin Singletary as a steal just because I just we've seen what he's done in the NFL over the past three or four seasons. And it just, it hasn't been enough for him to be relevant in fantasy. So um, I definitely agree with you on that. Um, and then we'll finish off running backs with RB5. Um, might as well go right back to you, Terry. Um, give us a steal and give us a bust. Honestly, I feel like my bust got to be Giovanni Bernard. Uh, I hate picking on guys from Cincinnati, but he kind of deserves it. Uh, he's honestly going to be like, what, running back three on the Buccaneers if he's still on a team. With that being said, I mean, you got guys like uh, the guys you were mentioning earlier, Fournette and who was it, Barber or Payton? Ronald yeah. Jones. Yeah. Jones, my bad. And uh, my steal, honestly, got to be uh, Philip Lindsay. Uh, we already know what he did down in uh, the Mile High City. With that being said, hopefully it translates into more production with his new team. And that's who is my bust and that who is my steal. All right, and uh, Mete, I'll get to you next. Give us your steal and give us your bus for RB5. Yeah, uh, same thing as Terry, but I could go uh, original route. I'd say my steal, instead of Lindsay, I can go maybe like a James White, especially in a PPR league. Uh, great pass catcher. I feel like he's still going to be the pass catching back at New England, so especially in PPRs at running back five, that's a great value to get him. Um, as a bust, I also went Gio Bernard. Like Terry said, he's third ranked running back. But if you want me to go an original route, I could go with maybe um, – I don't know, maybe like a Joshua Kelly, I think – isn't he the third running back at the Chargers? So, yeah, uh, Bernard is my original. If you want a original or new uh, pick, I'd go Joshua Kelly. Yeah, I'm actually going to agree with you on the Joshua Kelly. I have him as my bust as well uh, for RB5. And the reason is, I mean, last year as a rookie, he had a terrible season. He only had a 3.2 yards per carry. And uh, yeah, he just did not look like a serviceable running back. And my only concern with him is, I guess, behind Austin Eckler, it's a crowded backfield there and fighting for touches. And then you got them using draft capital on a running back named Larry Roundtree uh, this year. I think that he uh, he's probably going to be the better running back. I feel like he could jump up and steal some touches. 
So I don't even think Joshua Kelly's worth drafting in my mind. He should just be left on the waiver wire. So there's no reason for him to be in, in RB5. I definitely can agree with you on that, Mete. And then um, for Steele, I'm actually going to go with Marlon Mack. Um, considering last season, people were drafting him just under Jonathan Taylor. And he was getting a lot of the workload early in the season until he got injured. So I, I think that J uh, Jonathan Taylor is the RB1 in Indianapolis, but Marlon Mack's still going to get some work. So, I mean, uh, if you're looking at maybe a guy to leave on your bench, especially a guy uh, like Marlon Mack, that's a huge uh, injury uh, handcuff that if something happened to Jonathan Taylor, this guy vaults up into like RB1, RB2 status right away. And you can throw him right into your lineup. I mean, you're, you're drafting him as your fifth running back, essentially. So there's there's almost no harm in doing that, in my opinion. So uh, definitely I have Marlon Mack there. And um, I guess, Nate, I'll just get to you. RB5, give us a steal, give us a bust. So I guess for steal, I have um, Malcolm Brown just because of his availability. And I guess for a bust, I put Daryl Williams because he had a lower fantasy points per game than Malcolm uh, Brown. Yeah, honestly, with Malcolm Brown, um, we don't know what his role is, role is going to be. I believe he's he's with the Dolphins. So um, if you're just stashing him on your bench, uh, if anything happens to Gaskin, I mean, he's pretty solid. He can just slide right in. He was also a good goal line back uh, down with the Rams last season. So um, I guess you, you never really know with him. But um, let's just move now into wide receivers. Um, I guess, Nate, I'm going to start with you. Um, I guess just give us your sleeper and your bust. So I guess my wide receiver one steal and bust might be a little controversial, but um, I had, I guess, DK Metcalf and Jefferson a little bit higher and Hopkins a little bit lower. Um, they had, they, all three of them had the same fantasy points per game, but Hopkins had um, more targets. So it's going to kind of depend on, I guess, how many, how many targets uh, Metcalf and Jefferson get, but I feel like in terms of um, catch rating, those two are better than Hopkins, at least from last season. Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned um, Jefferson and Hopkins, but I actually have them in reversed order than you. I have Hopkins as my steal. Um, I feel like that at wide receiver uh, five, um, I guess, in uh, the fifth ranked wide receiver, sorry, in wide receiver one, um, I feel like that's too low for him. You mentioned targets. I feel like, in my opinion, targets is a good thing. I mean, they're sending the ball his way, in my opinion. So I feel like that that's a bit more safe. Um, I, I think uh, you meant that Metcalf and Jefferson had good efficiency. But um, I guess I have Jefferson as my bust because I feel like at wide receiver six, um, he had a great uh, rookie season. But I mean, all of the top DBs were on Adam Thielen. So now he's going to see some of the better uh, DBs on him. So there is a chance that he's going to have regression. Obviously, you mentioned he was super efficient. If he continues that efficiency, obviously, he's not going to bust. But I just feel like, in my opinion, there's a really high chance of Jefferson busting. And then I mentioned uh, with Hopkins, this guy had six straight seasons of 150 or more targets. That's insane. You can't rank him at wide receiver five. You have to rank him higher than that. There's no reason where guys like uh, Calvin Ridley and Stefan Diggs are ahead of him. Diggs has only had one season of over 150 targets. So uh, Hopkins is just a lot safer, in my opinion. So I have him as my steal. But um, I guess, Terry, I'll get to you for uh, your wideout ones. My wideout one, honestly, I got put Ridley a little bit more low. 
uh, as a bust. I mean, having him at wideout four on a wideout one list, it just doesn't add up. You got guys like DJ Brown, Allen Robinson that you that we haven't mentioned yet, uh, Hopkins. Like, there's a lot more names that we can put before we put Ridley. And then, honestly, I got put Stefan Diggs a little bit higher up. I mean, we've seen what he did as a wideout one option on a team without having Adam Thielen by his side. And I feel like he's just going to continuously show us year after year that he is a wideout one option. And then he is like one of the top three options you can choose when it comes to fantasy. That's my wideout one bust and steal. All right. And um, I guess just getting to you, uh, Mete, wide receiver one, give us a steal, give us a bust. Yeah, my steal, like Nate, I went DK Metcalf. I mean, when you have Russell Wilson throwing you the ball and the season he had, the size he has, like this guy is a stud. I think he should be higher, especially over guys like A.J. Brown, Justin Jefferson, Calvin Ridley. And speaking of Calvin Ridley, I agree with Terry. Uh, having him as the fourth best wide receiver is a little too high. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's going to have a great season for sure. Uh, he's playing with a great quarterback. And now that Julio's gone, he should be the top receiver in Atlanta. But, yeah, I think it's a little too early to have him at the as the fourth-ranked wide receiver. Yeah, I think there's some similarity there um, in terms of uh, Boston um, steel potential. Um, let's get to wideout two now. Um, let me just start out by saying this. I think this guy, we could probably all, most of us will have him as our steal. And that's Julio Jones. I mean, for him to be ranked as the 20th wide receiver off the board is just pretty much a crime, in my opinion, from Yahoo. I feel like, what are these guys even thinking? I mean, I know that uh, he's coming into an offense that's not traditionally a passing offense. But I mean, they have a different coaching staff now. We don't know what they're going to do. They No coaching staff is going to run as much as Arthur Smith did. I feel like there's definitely more reason for them to pass considering Julio's there now in Tennessee. And I mean, this guy was drafted as a top five wide receiver off the board in fantasy when he was with Calvin Ridley in Atlanta the past two or three seasons. And I mean, he's with AJ Brown in a more efficient offense. I have no reason why he's not at least a high-end uh, wideout two, low-end wideout one. I mean, it, it's just a crime that he's that low. So I'm going to put him as my steal. And then as my bust, um, I had to go with Mike Evans. Um, he's just ranked way too high. There's so many uh, passing options for Brady and Tampa. I mean, uh, if you want a solid wide receiver too, I'd even take Julio over Mike Evans as well. Um, a lot of the guys in that area I might even take a guy like Deontay Johnson. I might take like a Tyler Lockett, even over a guy like Mike Evans. I know he's going to get the yardage, um, but he's just not getting it consistently. Um, he only had 109 targets last year, and that was with injuries to guys like Chris Godwin and Antonio Brown not playing the full season and injuries to OJ Howard and Gronk not catching the whole season. So, I mean, if all of the guys are healthy in that offense, his targets might even go down from that. And... Uh, you might even see Mike Evans finish lower. I mean, he's so talented, but there's just not enough. Uh, like, there's too many mouths to feed, I guess, in my opinion, uh, in Tampa Bay. So I have him uh, as a guy that might bust. Um, Terry, I'll get to you for your steal and your bust and wideout too. Yeah, as you said, I feel like everyone can agree Julio Jones is the steal in wideout too. 6'3", 220, has 
tremendous sleeping ability at 32. Uh, my boss, honestly, got to be Cooper Cup and Deontay Johnson. For some reason, I feel like the injury history with Cup scares me from drafting him. And with Deontay Johnson, uh, as what you said when it came to Brady, there's a lot of mouths to feed with the Steelers' offense. You got Chase, you got Juju as well. And then we don't know if Harris is going to be catching passes out the backfield. So you got to worry about that. I just feel like if it's a committee when it comes to the wideout and not one chosen uh, target option, I feel like it's a little bit hectic when it comes to fantasy. And that's honestly what I got to say for my stealing bust. All right, uh, Mete, let me get to you. Who's your steal and who's your bust for wide receiver two? Yeah, steal. I mean, Julio Jones, obviously, for sure. Uh, I don't know what the heck these guys are thinking. How is he even below A.J. Brown? He should be the top receiver in Tennessee for sure. And I think he should be a wide receiver one. Uh, for my bust, I went Cooper Cup as well. I mean, again, I don't know how he's ranked over Robert Woods, I think. Robert Woods is a top guy in LA and he is coming off a rough injury. So yeah, I mean, I think Cooper cup is ranked a little too high. Yeah, I definitely agree that Woods should be over cup. He's obviously the main guy there. Julio should definitely be closer to AJ Brown, uh, whether he's above AJ Brown or not, we'll have to see uh, heading into the season. Uh, and then Nate, just getting to you wide receiver two, who's your steal and who's your bust. So for uh, wide receiver two, I also have Julio as a steal. Um, I feel like he should be at the top of the wide receiver um, two list, at least, if not even like a wide receiver one, just because of how talented he is. And I have um, Chris Godwin and Evans. It's not fair to say that they're, it's not fair to call them a bust. They're not going to be a bust, but I don't feel like they have the same potential as Julio this season. Yeah, um, like we, we've all been saying in these offenses, there's just too many mouths to feed. And guys that aren't going to be getting consistent uh, targets, they shouldn't be ranked above some of the guys like Julio, um, you know, like Robert Woods that we know are going to get consistent amount of targets in their respective offenses. So um, I think we can move on to wide receiver three. Um, Terry, I'll start with you. I guess who's your, uh, I guess, steal and who's your bust? Give me Odell. I mean, honestly, he is a very talented receiver. Guys like, don't get me wrong, Robbie Anderson is a tremendous talent, but I feel like OBJ is a better option compared to him. And same goes with, like, Jamar Chase. I mean, I know he's a rookie. I know he's had so much hype about him, even in college, but I feel like you got to put the vet over the rookie in these certain situations. And then my bust obviously has to be like anyone on the Broncos here. We haven't figured out uh, who's the number one option yet. I mean, all fingers point to Sutton, but do one of the younger guys like uh, Jerry Judy take over. And honestly, those two guys, I got ranked really lower. Like, especially when you got number one options like Brandon Cooks there and DJ Shark as well. And you got that committee, as I've we've been all mentioning, that's down in my hottest city. I got to put those two a little bit lower on wide out three. Yeah, um, I'm actually going to disagree uh, with one of your points there. Um, for my steal, I actually have Jerry Judy. I feel like that he just, he had a lot of drops last year. It was his first season. 
I think we saw him last year, even after his first season, he's probably a top five route runner in the league. He was open on so many passes and Drew Locke just couldn't get him the ball properly. So, so many off key throws. And I mean, if Teddy Bridgewater is the quarterback there, this guy's just going to rock it up the, the rankings in fantasy. So, I mean, he, he's one of those guys. He's always going to find a way to get open. They just need to get him the ball. And I feel like he'll have more confidence this season. I mean, he can't drop the ball as much as he did last season, right? I mean, uh, there's no way. He's, he was a rookie. He's going to improve. So, um, yeah, Jerry Judy, definitely a steal for me. I feel like he's a wide receiver three at worst. I think he can get so much better than that. Um, he, he's going to get the targets. Uh, he's that talented. It's just, uh, who's going to, who's going to be his quarterback and, um, how much he'll produce off of those targets. It, it remains to be seen, but I definitely like him as a, as sort of a steal there. And then I guess for bust, I have Juju Smith Schuster, all the points Terry said about the Pittsburgh Steelers offense, 100% agree with, um, honestly, Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool, they're younger. They're a lot more talented than he is. In my opinion, they're going to be getting most of the targets. You got Najee Harris there. Uh, you got Eric Ebron. You got Freer Muth, who they just drafted at tight end. I mean, if they run two tight end sets, guess who's coming off the field? It's going to be Juju because Deontay's the, the main, the X receiver. And then you got Claypool uh, running the Y route. So um, we already know that uh, Juju's going to be limited uh, on some downs. And uh, that's just a bigger reason why he could bust. So I have Juju as my uh, wide receiver three bust. Um, Nate, I'll just get to you. Wide receiver three, who's your steal? Who's your bust? So for wide receiver three, um, I guess I put DJ Chark as a steal, but it's going to really be dependent on how good Trevor Lawrence is. So if Trevor Lawrence ends up being the truth, then DJ Chark is probably going to be um, higher than where he is on the list. And I guess I put Jamar Chase as the um, bust. He is a rookie, so I'm not sure about putting him at the top of the wide receiver three list. And there's also the, I guess, the O-line over there. I'm not too sure how it's going to hold up. So it's really going to test um, Jamar's ability to, I guess, catch um, unoptimal, uh, in suboptimal passes. Yeah, um, I think I can agree with you there. He really hasn't looked that great in training camp from what I've seen, whether it's the pressure that Joe Burrow has been getting from the defensive line or, or what it might be. Plus, I mean, T Higgins is there, Tyler Boyd's there. We don't know the distribution of passes. So I think you're, you're definitely on so, onto something there in terms of who might bust. Um, and then Mete, let me get to you. Wide receiver three, who's your steal? Who's your bust? Yeah, uh, my steal is Odell Beckham Jr. as well. I mean, again, I have no idea what the heck Yahoo is thinking. I feel like he's at least a wide receiver too. Uh, I know the Browns did run a lot, a lot last season, but I mean, when you're the main guy in Cleveland, you're still going to get a lot of looks. So, and we know uh, Odell Beckham Jr. can make some ridiculous catches. So, yeah, he should definitely be higher, I think, ranked higher, I mean. And the guy I think who could bust is Brandon Cooks, especially if uh, Deshaun Watson doesn't play. He's kind of getting up there in age. Um, also, he's got a bit of an injury concern. Um, other than that, I mean, yeah, like I said, if Deshaun's out there, I think he's doomed. Uh, having guys like DJ Chark, uh, 
behind him, I feel like is not justifiable. Even the guys in the wide receiver four range, I would take most of them over Cooks. And yeah, I'd be careful drafting Cooks so high. Yeah, I mean, even last year with Deshaun Watson, he was barely a wide receiver two most of the season anyway. So yeah, for him being ranked a wide receiver three, I think I can definitely agree with that. Um, let's move to wide receiver four. Uh, there's some interesting players here. Nate, I'm going to start with you. Uh, who's your steal and sort of who's your bust? So for my steal, um, I put um, Jarvis Landry. Um, I think he got 10 fantasy points per game. And I put, I guess, Devontae, or I guess it's Devontae or Devonta Smith. Um, Devontae Smith, yeah. Devontae Smith, yeah. Um, he's he's a rookie, so I'm not sure about him being higher than, I guess, Jarvis Landry. So, yeah. Yeah, obviously that, I don't know what Yahoo was thinking there. Landry, obviously more proven. Um, points per game probably will stay around the same. It probably won't increase, obviously, because Odell's back, but... I mean, in terms of PPR leagues, he can definitely be higher than that. He gets a lot of catches. And then, uh, yeah, Devontae Smith, he, uh, I mean, he's a rookie. He's playing for the Eagles. We don't know how many receptions he's going to get, how many targets. So, yeah, I definitely see what you're going for there. Um, Mete, getting to you, a wide out four, give us a, a steal and give us a bust. Yeah, so my steal was LaVisca Chanel. In our preview video, I was given the – wide receivers for Jacksonville, I believe. And I was telling everyone how I'm really high on him this season uh, due to the fact that he's going to be entering his sophomore year, I think. So he's got a lot of upside still. And the Jaguars ran him a lot. He had like 10 plus rush attempts, I want to say. So yeah, they could even uh, run the ball with him. It's a pretty nice pick, I think, at wide receiver four. And then too high or my bust, I went with Corey Davis. Uh, I I don't know what to say. Like, I don't really want to hate on the Jets, but it's the Jets at the end of the day. And especially when they, their quarterbacks, I don't think any of them have thrown a official pass in the NFL. So, yeah, I feel like it's going to be a big learning curve for the Jets quarterbacks and uh, I don't think Corey Davis is going to get a lot of looks there. Yeah, they've talked about in training camp how Zach Wilson has sort of been a little mediocre. We'll definitely have to see what he looks like in the preseason. But, yeah, there's just a lot of uncertainty there. So I definitely see what you're what you're saying in terms of, I guess, a wide out from the Jets in, in Corey Davis. Uh, Terry, let me get to you. Wide receiver four, give us a steal and give us a bust. Uh, my bust? I know Menti's going to hate me or probably choke me to death, but it's probably got to be Mike Gallup. Um, number three option on the Cowboys. I feel like he's a little bit, what was he? He was like second option. Yeah, I feel like that's too high for some reason. And Menti's probably even going to choke me with my uh, steal, and it got to be Corey Davis. I mean, he's the number one option on the Jets now, respectively, in my opinion, because I feel like he just has more talent compared to James Crowder. And plus, he's a former top five option in the draft. So I like him for that. And don't get me wrong. If Crowder can put up uh, how much yards did he put up? Like around 700 yards on like, what, 60 reps? Davis can easily do that on this mediocre Jets team with 
as Menti said, some sub-average QB, if you get what I mean. And that's honestly my Boston steal. Yeah, I guess that's why I didn't touch Corey Davis. I sort of just left him where he was. I know some of you think he's higher. Some of you think he's lower. Um, for steal, I decided to go with Darnell Mooney from the Bears. I mean, this guy, he's a great route runner. I mean, he at times he even dazzled uh, Jalen Ramsey. They were calling him Ramsey's father. So, I mean, this guy, like, he's just primed for a breakout this year. They cut Anthony Miller for a reason. They know what they have in this guy right behind Allen Robinson in this offense. He's going to catch passes. I mean, this guy's sitting at the bottom of wide receiver four. You could probably get him at wide receiver five in some drafts. Like, there's no way that he will finish lower than that in terms of his production. He's going to be a flex, borderline flex option at least every week. Uh, He's definitely going to have the targets to do it. Um, they even have him on special teams. So you never know. He might pull some touchdowns from there. I mean, he's going to be getting so many looks. Imagine they get Justin Fields uh, on the field there. It'll, it'll make him even more wide open because they'll have to bring uh, a DB up and, and, and sort of they won't be able to use an extra DB if you got a, a rushing option like Justin Fields in there. So, uh, yeah, he's already an exceptional route runner. He's going to have more looks. Um, he's just a steal for me. Um, and then I guess for a boss to have Marquise Hollywood Brown, um, I mean, he's just been so up and down the last few seasons. He put up goose eggs at times last season. Um, like people were starting him, whether it was wide receiver three or flex, and he was just putting up goose eggs. He was dropped in most of the leagues that I played in last season. Um, also, it just has to do with Baltimore's just refusal to just throw the ball consistently. Um, he's got guys like Mark Andrews ahead of him on the depth chart in terms of pass catching. So, um, I mean, he also only had like, what what did he have? Like only a hundred targets. He only caught 58 out of a hundred targets last year. So that I can't trust that he only had 769 yards and eight touchdowns while he played all 16 games. So he really just did not produce at a consistent enough level. Um, He's even worse when it comes to PPR leagues as he he barely caught half of his targets. So, uh, yeah, I really just can't trust him. I think he, uh, especially with a guy like Rashad Bateman uh, coming in, I know he he has a minor injury right now, but you throw a guy like that in the slot as sort of a security blanket for Lamar Jackson. Jackson's more likely to look there and to look at Mark Andrews than it would be to look deep downfield for someone like Marquise Brown. So he's my bust. And um yeah, uh, let's get to uh, wide receiver five now. Um, Terry, I'll start with you. Uh, give us your steal. Give us your bust. Steal, I got to actually be McCole Hartman for some reason. Um, with the absence of Sammy Watkins, someone got to step up as the second wide on the team. I feel like Hartman's next man up, so it's his turn to be a number two option to Tyree Kill. Uh, my bust, honestly, got to be Jacoby Myers, just because of the fact that he's the third option in the slot. And you got Kendrick Bourne plus Nelson Aguilar on a team ahead of him. And honestly, for some reason, it's a tight end city. We all know. You know it for sure since you're a Patriots fan. And with that being said, I feel like he's like the fifth option. Just because he's been there the longest doesn't mean he's going to get the most reps now. I mean, they brought like two more serviceable wideouts to help out with that. And you brought two serviceable tight ends for that as well. And honestly, I feel like Myers is shouldn't even be drafted but that's my opinion all right um i mean i i understand where you're coming from absolutely tight end city um i feel like he might get a little bit targeted a bit more than you're suggesting but obviously 
it, it might not justify, I guess, where uh, he's being drafted. Um, Mete, getting to you, uh, wideout five, give us a steal, give us a bust. Yeah, for steal, I went Henry Ruggs. Um, I know he's more of like a deep ball or speed threat, but I don't know. I feel like the Raiders don't really have the star wide receiver, and I think Henry Ruggs can become that guy. So look out for Ruggs, especially at wide receiver five. I think that's a great value pick right there. And a bust, I would say Michael Pittman. I know he's only heading into his sophomore season, but uh, he's got – couple of receivers ahead of him like Pascal uh, Hilton and uh, Carson Wentz went down so I think his stock took even more of a hit and yeah I think even at wide receiver five I think he's gonna have a rough season yeah he seems to be the highest ranked uh, Colts wide out I'm kind of not sure why I feel like T.Y. Hilton should be that guy. Obviously, you got Paris Campbell in the slot as well, so there's a chance he's targeted more. Um, yeah, I guess it's a tough ask uh, for a wide receiver five. Uh, Nate, uh, wide receiver five, who's your steal and who's your bust? So for my steal, um, I put Devontae Parker, and for my bust, I put uh, Michael Pittman Jr. Um, I compared their fancy points per game, and um, Devontae Parker had um higher fantasy points per game than michael pittman jr um i guess pittman didn't um play all his games and he didn't start either but i think even if he gets like a decent amount of starts i'm not sure if he would get enough targets to kind of justify being um where he is on the list yeah um i kind of like how you took Devonte parker as sort of a steal uh, one thing I've been wondering is um, the Dolphins have a better offensive line than the Bengals, but all three of the Bengals wideouts are higher than all three of the, the Dolphins wideouts. And it just confuses me. You're pretty much getting a steal with these guys. It almost seems like Yahoo's disrespecting Tua. I know I talked about Tua being a, an undervalued QB too. Um, you mentioned Devontae Parker. Let me mention Jalen Waddle. He's a wide receiver, 56 ranked. Um He's probably going to be lined up in the slot uh, for the Dolphins. So if Tua needs some kind of a security blanket down low, he's going to be the guy. He's got this uh, breakout speed similar to Tyreek Hill. That's what everyone's been comparing him to. He's most likely going to be lights out this year in his rookie year. He's got that big playability. I mean, you're getting him as your wide receiver five. You don't even need to start this guy. And he could end up being a borderline flex option, if not even higher. Um, and like I said, these Dolphins wideouts, they're kind of being disrespected a little bit. I mean, they're going to throw the ball. It's a new offense. Uh, they're going to use Tua to his strengths, you know, play action, all that. So, yeah, Jalen Waddle at wide receiver 56, uh, that's too low for me. So he definitely needs to be uh, brought up a little bit. And then for bust, I have Michael Thomas, wide receiver 49. I'll just explain why. I know he came into the year as sort of a, a borderline wide receiver one, wide receiver two, but obviously he got surgery uh, for an injury he had last season. He's probably going to miss the first half of the season. Uh, he seemed to also have some disconnect with the team recently. Um, it almost seems like he wants to be traded now. So there is a chance that even if he recovers from his injury, they might not bring him back until he's traded. So um, I don't want to put a lot of stock into him. Some people might see this as a value. They might see this, oh, you're getting him as a steal, wide receiver five. But I just can't put my stock into a guy that might not even play first half or even almost the full season. Um, also, when he came back from injury last year, he didn't look the same. It could happen again this year. 
Um, I'm not putting stock into him. I drop him outside uh, top five wide receivers on my team, which means that I probably just won't draft him. I just let another team draft him. So um, yeah, um, we finished wide receiver. Let's move into tight ends now to finish it off. Uh, steals and busts, tight end one. Terry, let me get to you. Who's your steal and who's your bust? Question. Um, bust, let me first off by say Kyle Pitts. I feel like he's just ranked a little bit too high. We know what he is, especially through the draft combine, but ahead of guys like Mark Andrews, Rob Toyden, and Logan Thomas, I feel like just not as of yet because we've seen Andrews do it for how long and then uh, the newer options like Toydan and Thomas, they have had tremendous years, so we don't know if they're going to be continuing on with that current trend or not. So honestly, Pitts, just put him a little bit lower, and but that's why he's my bust. With my, what is it? Steel? Steel? Thank yeah. you. Uh, Got to be Mike Kosicki. Honestly, you're right about what they say about Tua. Um, he gets disrespected a lot, especially when it comes to the bigger publishers like Yahoo and ESPN. And with that being said, Mike Kosicki he's a great red zone target. We've seen it from last year when he's on the fields and usually when Park is covered up in double team or even just being locked down by one of those tremendous DBs. You got to go to Mike Kosicki as your fallback option, and he's a great tight end one option just for that as well. Yeah, um, definitely uh, going to be a solid uh, steal. Uh, yeah, like I said, they've been disrespecting a lot of Dolphins players from what I've noticed, whether it's Tua, whether it's one of the wideouts. So, um, yeah, uh, definitely Gesicki uh, should be a steal there. Uh, Mete, let me get to you. Uh, tight end one, who's your steal? Who's your bust? Yeah, so my steal, I went with Mark Andrews. And like Terry said, I don't know why they're ranking him below uh, Kyle Pitts, even TJ Hawkinson. I mean, I feel like Mark Andrews for the last two seasons has been a top three fantasy tight end. And so I would have him at least at four here. And for me, my bust, I went with Robert Tanyan. Uh, I just have some concerns with his, uh, due to the fact that he caught a lot of touchdowns last season. That's my only concern. I think he had like, double digits, maybe 10 or 11, yeah. something yeah, like that. Yeah, I think he had something like that, yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be hard to replicate, I think. And even with a guy like Randall Cobb coming back to Green Bay, it's just going to be less targets for him, I feel like. Yeah, he had some of the highest efficiency when it came to tight ends, and it's hard to sort of replicate that, uh, I guess, in my opinion as well. Um, Nate, tight end one, let me get to you. Who's your steal and who's your bust? Um, so I guess for steals, I originally put Mark Andrews and Tyler Higby, but also like uh, Mike Gesicki as well. I feel like he has just as much potential as Tyler Higby and Mark Andrews, if not uh, more. I think all of them, they, they are around like eight fantasy points per game and none of them started all of their games and I think they're all starters. So um, if you see them on the draft board, you should pick up either Mark Andrews, Tyler Higby, or Mike Gesicki. And I guess for um, bust, I put uh, Noah Fant just mainly because assuming Teddy Bridgewater is the starter, it depends um, 
if Noah Fant will be able to get enough targets, I guess. Honestly, I have the exact two names that you have uh, for steel and bust. Uh, for steel, I have Tyler Higby. Um, I feel like he's just being extremely undervalued. Um, in the season where Jared, uh, Gerald Everett was injured, he was a top five tight end all season. And guess what? Gerald Everett's not on the team anymore. So he's going to be the guy. Um, he's got a better quarterback in Matthew Stafford than he had with Jared Goff. I feel like the ceiling is enormous for this guy. He's being taken at tight end seven. I'd probably take him borderline top five. Uh, he's, I think tight end seven is probably going to be his floor for the year. He's definitely been taken, been taken a lot lower than that even. So definitely uh, jump on the Tyler Higby train in, in my opinion. And then, yeah, for my bust, it's going to be Noah Fant as well. Uh, we've been talking about teams that just have too many players that need targets um, for Fant to be a tight end one. Uh, most of the tight end ones are like a top two target on their team. I guess with guys like Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton, it's going to be really hard for Fant to be a top target. And I know he was one of Drew Locke's favorite targets, but like uh, Nate mentioned with Teddy Bridgewater, we really don't know whether Fant's going to be one of the top targets and he has a really high chance of busting. So uh, I definitely have him as my bust. Um, but yeah, let's get to tight end two. Um, this time, Matt, I guess I'll start with you. Um, give us your steal and give us your bust. Yeah, for, so for steal, I have Blake Jarvin. And last season, I had him as my backup tight end in both leagues and uh, got kind of unlucky. He tore his ACL right away in week one. And this year, I feel like, uh, it's, again, he's going to be more of a breakout guy. Uh, whenever I've watched him, he's a great receiver, especially against the Giants. He makes big plays. And especially with Dalton Schultz going down, in training camp, I feel like now he has a chance to prove why he's tight end one in Dallas and he should run away with the starting job there. And for my bus, I went with Adam Trotman. Uh, like I said, um, I think he's heading into his sophomore year. So he does have upside, but I don't know, without Breeze, I think it'll be kind of hard for him in the offense and yeah, I don't think he'll be uh tight end two in my books. All right. And uh, Terry getting to you tight end to give us a, a steal and give us a boss. Uh, I got to go with is Blake Jarwin still on the Cowboys. Yeah, he is. All right. He's my boss. And uh, my steal <laughs> honestly got to be Adam Troutman just because of the fact that with the recent stories of, uh, empty, just not being happy down in NOLA. Someone got to be the option or the option with the Saints. And honestly, I feel like Troutman has a chance to become the option. Uh, Traquan Smith still hasn't proven, been proven as the number two option, even though I believe Emmanuel Sanders was there last year. So with that being said, it's the tight end's chance to be the option for fantasy. And then anything on Blake Jarwin? I mean, there's three guys ahead of him at wideout. You got CD, you got Gallup, even though I don't like him. And then you got Amari. And then you got two running backs named Tony Pollard and Zeke Elliott. He's like, in the food chain, it's good luck with the scraps. You know what I mean? That He's basically like the last option you would throw to, if you got my point. Yeah, I'll definitely get back to you two guys about this uh, since you pretty much flipped each other's uh, 
picks. But uh, before I get back to you guys, I'll get to Nate for his uh, tight end two steal and bust. Um, I guess for my steal, I guess um, not sure what you guys think about um Hunter Henry as a steal. Um, he got eight point two fantasy points per game last year with the Chargers, and he could possibly be the starter. Um, on the Patriots, um, not entirely sure about that, but um, if that ends up being the case, he could end up being, um, I guess, a lot higher than what he was listed. And I guess for bust, I put um, Irv Smith. Um, I guess mainly because the Minnesota system is very run heavy and wide receivers usually get priority targets over tight ends in the Minnesota system. And I compared him with Kyle Rudolph, who I believe he was the starting tight end before Irv Smith. And I guess season to season, his targets weren't very consistent over the course of the entire season. So um, not really too sure if Irv Smith is going to get enough targets to be, I guess, the top of tight end two. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, I guess for tight end twos for me, um, I guess for Steele, I'm going to go with John o. Smith. He's at the 16th ranked tight end. I mean, um, he's the first guy the Patriots paid. Um, in my opinion, he's a lot younger than Hunter Henry. Also, Hunter Henry dealing with a minor injury as we speak. Um, he looks primed to be the guy to lead the Patriots in targets. I know Terry was talking about how Jacoby Myers is not going to be that guy. I think John o. Smith is going to be that guy. So I have him as sort of a, a, a steal in my mind. He's actually ranked below Hunter Henry. And uh, these two uh, went to war. So I guess, Nate, you and I are going to go to war just now. Um, I have Hunter Henry as my bust. Um, I feel like that um, he should not be ranked ahead of Jonu Smith because he is a lot uh, older than Jonu. Um, he's dealing with a minor injury. Um, I, I just feel like that, um, you know, the Patriots invested uh, the, the first contract uh, into Jonu Smith. He's going to be their guy. Uh, this is coming from a Patriots fan analyzing the situation. Um, I guess if that adds fuel to the fire. Um, but yeah, I, that's just my opinion. John o. Smith's going to be my steal and Hunter Henry's going to be my bust. And I guess, Nate, do you have anything to sort of say to that? Um, not really. I guess it's just going to be like, um, I guess a wait and see kind of thing. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, we'll definitely have to wait and see. I guess this is sort of what I'm projecting, just looking at the situation. And then I guess in terms of you guys, Mete, I'll start with you. What's your opinion on him sort of reversing your steal and bust? Yeah, I mean, uh, I can see what Terry's saying, but I don't know. Just from what I've seen, my eye test, uh, I really like what I see from Jarvin. Uh, he can catch like a 5-10 yard pass and make it more. and Trauman, I I also see what he's saying, uh, due to them not having a top guy right now. So he actually could be a breakout guy, but I don't know. I didn't really like what I saw from him in his rookie season. So yeah, I'm kind of low on him. And then Terry, any last thoughts, whether it's on tight ends or whether it's on anything else? You should get some glasses if he thinks Jarwin uh, passes the test, but no, that was just a joke. But um, I mean. Realistically, think about it. You have three options there. You have the running back, and then you're basically the last fallback option. With Troutman, I mean, he has the potential to just, just break out. I mean, yes, Kamara is going to be the main guy, 
But with the passing game, you have to think about, okay, who's going to be my number one guy now? And Troutman kind of fits the description of it. I believe he's like, I mean, he has a size for a 266, 250, give or take. Uh, young as well. He's only like 24. Don't get me wrong. I mean, outside of that, like, that's my justification for Troutman. And back to Mente, if he has any rebuttal. Yeah, I mean, I see what you're saying. There's a lot of targets ahead of Jarvin, but I feel like due to that, uh, he's going to be open because a lot of the times the defense isn't going to be really concerned about him. So, yeah, you should watch out. There's always one, but remember, in the offense, I mean, in the defense, the Mike linebacker is always going to be in charge of paying attention to the tight end. And with that being said, there's always going to be that single coverage on him. Honestly, there's a lot of good coverage backs in the NFC that will be able to cover Jarwin. Yeah, so outside of, I would say, Jamin Davis, Alex Singleton, and then probably Blake Martinez, those guys are all going to be covering Jarwin, and I'm kind of concerned if it's going to be his fantasy production. You get what I'm trying to say. Like, a lot of nice linebackers are going to be covering this guy, and honestly, I don't feel like him being an option on this Dallas team is going to be good, if you get what I mean. Yeah, I mean, you're going to have to see what the projections are, I guess, for all the targets going around. Dallas is going to need to be throwing the, the ball like a ton. That would sort of lower Elliott a little bit. So, yeah, it's tough to project Dallas right now. Uh, we'll, I guess we'll have to see the way their team uh, shapes out. And, yeah, I guess this is going to be the end of the fantasy uh, Fanatics football podcast. Um, I think we have a mock draft coming up next week, so that's going to be pretty exciting. Definitely tune in for that. Uh, make sure you check us out on Instagram and Twitter at FanFanPodcast. Definitely, if you want to hear the podcast, we're on uh, Apple Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Uh, we're on YouTube for the video as well. So definitely uh, like, subscribe, share, click the bell for notifications on YouTube, leave a review, all that good stuff. And um, yeah, guys, uh, great episode. Can't wait for the mock draft next week. And we'll talk to you guys on the next episode.